When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Mary Houlihan's Little Podcast. What's up? It's Mary Houlihan coming to get you through your little ears. Hello, listener. It's me, Mary Houlihan. I'm back. And if you're new, let me tell you. Mary Houlihan's Little Podcast is the podcast project consisting of many series where I try out different podcast concepts and characters. One of my favorites is a three-episode series called Finding Madison, which is like Serial if Serial was about the disappearance of an American girl doll, featuring myself, Eliza Hurwitz, SNL writer Dan Licata, and Nick Nanny. Last time on Finding Madison. So you're really good friends with Eliza, right? Yeah, well, I know her pretty well. Wait, sorry. So you're not friends we kind of had a falling out oh i'm so sorry uh, eliza isn't exactly the most trustworthy person she's bad news really <laughs> she seems so nice listen eliza's so bad they kicked her out of isis at first they were like oh you're like really bad you should join but then they were like you gotta get out because you're too much wow yeah greg told me greg from isis Yeah, Greg. But with no further ado, here is an episode of my advice podcast with Sally Burtnick called 50% Angel, 50% Devil. (laughs) Did your family always give you Toblerones? No. Did your family give you Toblerones? Oh, yeah. Wow. Big ass Toblerones, yeah. Damn. (laughs) Too much chocolate. Mm. I used to have to cut it with a knife. These are bad. <laughs> this one's bad. Wait, were you recording the whole time? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah, well, so this one, they might not be great. We'll see. Hey, guys, it's <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm the devil, Sally I'm, Burnick. I'm the angel, Mary Houlihan, <laughs> and you're listening. <laughs> oh, so, oh, you're the devil. <laughs> are you the devil? <laughs> And you're listening to <laughs> to a fifty percent devil, fifty percent angel. Oh my god! <laughs> Yesterday I was walking down the street in Soho, and I passed the Couples, which is yeah a designer, but it's also the funniest sounding thing I've ever heard before. And I was like, <laughs> I like those Couples. <laughs> oh, I like those Couples. And I said it so many times that eventually my boyfriend was like, well, now you you don't like it. You don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a direction. So then I said, I don't like those Coopers. You know who really likes the Coopers? <laughs> Sam Taggart. Really? Mm-hmm. When I, I think mean, of just Sam. Just the signage. I think of, in, I think of him in. Oh, just the signage. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was like, I feel like he wears like American Eagle. Oh, he's probably going to hate that. No. <laughs> he wears J. Crew. Right, that's what same I mean. Same thing, but classy. Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it's he wears the same clothes my boyfriend wears, which is also J. Crew. They mm-hmm. all wear J. Crew. Most of them, I would say, wear J. Crew. 
This one got some gap clothes the other day. Did you love it, Steven? Did you love your gap clothes? Huh? The gap. Oh, oh, oh good. good. So we're going to get a, a little modeling show. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. <laughs> from <laughs> from Steven later. So last year at Christmas time, Steve asked me to make him the happiest man in the world <gasps> and get him um, some cool clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that, actually. So I went to Uniqlo and I dressed him up. Oh, my gosh. This year, I got the same request. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I can't have him be wearing all Uniqlo. I mean, Mm -mm. come on. You got to spice it up. Yeah. So I went to the Gap. (laughs) (laughs) That is actually pretty different. I thought you were going to say Muji because it was Mm -mm. the same, except for... That means I didn't read the context clues of the oh, conversation, sure. which mentioned that. Well, you the know, they're actually very similar because it's a similar price point. Mm-hmm. It's, um, except for the sweatshirts that say Gap on them, mm-hmm. it's a lot of logo-less stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lego-less. Yeah. I feel like they have good pocket tees. And, you know, my signature scent is Dream by Gap. Really? Which has been out of print. Uh, they stopped printing it? They stopped printing it <laughs> for like... 20 years or something. So I have to buy it dead stock and it's very expensive. But wait, smell. Does that that remind you of being in middle school? Yeah, it smells like the mall. Yeah, exactly. If if you haven't listened to this crap before, Mm -hmm. we give advice and um, I I give overly careful advice and (laughs) Sally um, tells people to be reckless. So somewhere in the middle, I think is what you want to do so one of these questions is actually which one of you is the angel and which one of you is the devil so i will say that so yeah i'm the devil (laughs) i'm the angel Angel, yeah Yeah. um and just like mary said because i make rash decisions and love to do drugs and um i like to be safe yeah (laughs) But I'm, but it, at the same time, Mary is very confident, and I'm very insecure. Mm-hmm. So it re- is a lot like the real life devil and an angel. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because angels, you know, they don't need to be doing all that bad no. stuff. They don't. <laughs> they're happy. They're they're content. They're like, I'm good. But devils, they're like, oh, maybe if I do this bad thing, mm, I'll get a, t- a taste of candy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they do it all for the taste of candy. That's what it says in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Mary has a bunch of candy canes. Just mm-hmm. like there's got to be 40, 50, 100 candy canes sitting well, right there. See, the candy canes were from candy canes in mug was from my Xmas party, and so I hoped that people would grab them and um, you know munch on them. But that didn't really take off. Yeah, and so them. since then, now there's some pencils and mm-hmm. hair clips and things in there, just and, and chocolates, little candies that Steve got from the children. Mm-hmm. Andy's mints, like my grandpa used to have. He loved um, those Andy's mints. Well, maybe we'll just do our first shitty question. Yay! This one sucks. Not all of them are bad. Some yeah. of some of them this are one's a joke really question. insightful. Okay, this one is from Grandpap, <laughs> and it says, "What is a boomer?" Well, it's, it's a joke of a question, and you know what? I'm gonna joke on you. I'm about to dunk on you so hard, Grandpap. What are you, a little meme lord, Milver, Milver, sorry, little edge lord, <laughs> little, little crack, cracker. Oh no. <laughs> wow. 
You're not getting any mini, mini Panatone for Christmas. And says swift kick in your in your tiny little baby's balls, regardless of what sex you are. You've got baby's balls today. And you know what a boomer is? Me going boom on your ass. Damn. When I'd absolutely pummel you to the ground. Bitch. Bitch. Mary, anything to add? Sure. Um, Grandpap, um, a boomer is, you know what? I think I need to buy those things that make you not hear peas. Mm, a uh, windscreen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can a, make a windscreen. Really? Out of pantyhose, yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. Well, Grandpap, um... So a boomer is, you know, a person that's born in the baby boom, which immediately followed World War World War Two when all of the soldiers came back to bank came back home to their sweeties to and, have sex with them in and their had bodies, sex with them vagina, in their bodies, and they came in their vaginas. And so, it it was this very a very populous generation because it was truly a baby boom. But you know, I I do believe I could be wrong, Grandpap. I think millennials, are they? I think millennials is the next big or similar biggest generation. Am mm. I wrong? Mm. I might be wrong. No, that sounds right to me. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I think Gen Xers are the are the children of the of the baby boomers, are, are the the babies that were born. They're the children of them, right? Sort of. Our parents are boomers. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I guess it right, and we're millennials. So those are the forgot the the ones in the middle. So if you weren't a soldier and you weren't an artist, basically you weren't getting to get have sex and do orgasms. Well, you know, it's interesting. My parents who are boomers, uh, they've given birth to Gen Xers and millennials. Mm. And I think I think maybe your parents are same. Are they not same? No, I actually, your oldest sib is technically, a millennial. My my oldest sib is the max of millennial. Love it. And I am in the early middle mm. leaning toward younger youngest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're 10 years apart but i think a generation is like 15 or 20 years mm. and when i was and when i was dating my ex he was the oldest mm-hmm. He's, he was an oldest millennial and i was like so you're basically a gen xer and he was like no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i was like okay <laughs> And so you see, Grandpap, boomer is used derogatory, derogatorily. Yes, uh, because it is. they um, some of these boomers, not all boomers, mm. some of these boomers, uh, you know, they they want us to die from the climate. <laughs> yeah, they do. They <laughs> they want to like say they want to say climate change isn't real, and they want to say. Um, you know, get a job. I don't care if there's no jobs. Get a job. Why are you working mm-hmm. at a grocery store? <laughs> Why? Why do you have a shitty job? I just want you to get a job in an accounting firm. What? You can't play off your student loans? Well, they're only $55,000, which I was given as a child from my father's oil engagement company. <laughs> and um, you know, Grandpap, I actually... Saw a really interesting statistic recently. Let me look it up. Oh, fascinating. Grandpa, I'm still against you because I know you're being a little trolly brat. Yeah. Probably one of people who follows me on Instagram to see pictures of my sweet, sweet booty. And I hate all of them. Let's see. Where (laughs) is... 
Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Um, God damn. I brought over these uh, chocolate cookies. They're Milano, you know, from Pemperidge Farm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're raspberry with chocolate, Mm. which is my favorite of them. They also make them in mint and orange. Some people think that mint and chocolate together is blasphemous. Mint and chocolate? Yeah. Those are just fine. I know. What the hell? I know. and, And people really, my boyfriend really hates orange and chocolate. Like you were just talking about the chocolate oranges. Those are my dad's favorite. But my dad hates um my dad hates chocolate and peanut butter together. He thinks that's gross. So people have all sorts of opinions. Me, I I want my food to be pink. So that's why I choose raspberry and chocolate Milano cookies from Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm. Don't forget to come back to Pepperidge Farm. So this show is sponsored by Pepperidge Farms, and um, we want to thank you so much for everything that they've done for us. They brought, Mary and I both have brothers in the military, which they flew home from Iraq for Christmas. Um, So we want to shout out to Pepperidge Farms for supplying that, um, because the U.S. government would not uh, give them a plane or plane tickets. Um, Okay, okay, check this out, check this out. Okay. So currently, mm-hmm. the wealth breakdown in this country, um, boomers have 50%, 57%. I like can't talk today. Me and either, it's probably indicative it's... of a brain <laughs> thing. Mary's hungover. Brain damage. <laughs> they have 57% of the nation's wealth compared with 16% held by Gen X and 3% held by millennials. Incredible. And so, you know... Wow, that's pretty disparate. But boomers are old. That makes sense that they have more wealth. That's uh, a think lot again. More. Think again, really, Missy, because um, the boomer generation at age thirty-five, they had twenty-one percent of the country's wealth. Wow! Holy mm-hmm, crap! Mm-hmm. That is a that is a really good stat, actually. That that really puts things in perspective. Yeah, it's like. They make college extremely expensive yes. and mm-hmm. have not raised wages. Yeah. Help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good indicator of like, it was the, eco- you got lucky, guys. You got lucky with your the economy. You got lucky being born when you were born. And you hoarded everything. Come yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not all boomers. True. There must be some good ones. Maybe. What's up, guys? This is Mary Houlihan from Mary Houlihan's Little Podcast. And I just want to take a minute to tell you about our sponsor, Lockheed Martin. Now, I've used a lot of their missiles and tanks over the years for air and ground combat. And I'm going to tell you about a special deal. 
Just kidding. Guys, come on. A lot of these other podcasts want to sell you guns and missiles and all kinds of artillery. But Mary Houlihan's little podcast is ad-free. I'm happy for you to just listen, maybe tell a friend, post about an episode you like on social media, whatever. Um, or don't, uh, don't do that if you don't, if, if you don't want to. Truly, I'm actually just happy to have you listen at all and have my mostly very stupid, dumb, dumb, dumb ideas help you get through your day. But it is a lot of work and time, you know, editing and promoting and so on. So if you would like to help out, you don't have to. I'd love it if you checked out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Mary You can donate $5 a month to get access to my inspirational monthly newsletters. Or for $10 a month, you can join Zine Club, where I mail you a copy of my zine every month. Issue number one was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a comedy slash social justice book about personal finance. Sometimes people message me about if I'm still commissioning paintings. And during a lot of the year, I have other jobs and I don't have time to take on as many commissions as I did a couple years ago. Sire, for $20 a month, I'll mail you a print of one of my paintings every month. Or I'll mail you an original painting every month for $100 a month. It sounds like a lot, but you know, you could sign up just for one month and cancel right after. People who have bought my paintings will tell you that's a very good deal. Now, back to the show. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Okay, Mary, do you want to read this one? Okay. Welcome back. I need advice on how to handle my GF feeling like I don't make enough time for her. I also work in entertainment, and as you know, it's pretty consistently commanding of one's time. And lately, if I even talk about stuff happening at work, she seems to emotionally and mentally check out of the convo. I don't think she means to. I think she just inevitably has built up resentment from the lack of quality time. I know it's possible to find a balance, but I keep ending up burning myself out trying to get ahead. And by the time I get to be alone with her, I'm too tired to be enjoyable to be around. How can I make time for both? Or is it time to consider this relationship is worth on me? Sincerely, don't want to make the wrong decision. Don't want to make the wrong decision, yeah. Don't want to make the wrong decision. Well, first of all, thank you so much for welcoming us back. Thank you. It feels really good to be back. That's really nice. That I can't believe we have at least one person in the world <laughs> who listens to our podcast sure, more yeah. than once. That's so nice. Heck, I bet we got at least five. You think so? <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. I love five. Mm-hmm. I love that number. Like take five. Oh yeah. Um well, okay, so I it, initially in this conver- in this conversation i want to say have you talked to her about these feelings because i i mean i hope that you have i would assume that you have but it doesn't sound like you've said listen my work is important to me or even if it's like not in some way even if you have like a low you're a pa or whatever and you really want to be like a director still it's takes up a lot of your time and so you have the right to talk to your partner about the things that go through your head. And I would say, if you haven't, I would say, listen, I know that it bothers you when I talk about this stuff, but it is important to me and I need to just kind of get it out there. 
and maybe put like a time cap on it. My boyfriend got laid off from the company I work at. This is me personally. My boyfriend got laid off from the company that I work at after working there for six years. Mm. And he hated when I would talk about work. He hated Mm -hmm. when I would even like be there because it was so, he was so angry at them. And it took, I, it took a little while. And then for, for me to say this when I would, cause I would talk about it and he would just kind of look away or something. (laughs) And (laughs) And then I was like, listen, I need you to support me. I know that you hate the vice, the company that we work for. That was a piece of chocolate falling. Um, I know that you hate it, but I need to feel like you support me. And I need to feel like you think I've had this conversation with a couple of people. I need to feel like you think that I'm funny and I need, I, Mm -hmm. I worry that like, and if you don't think I'm funny, that's okay. But if you do, then like, I need you to, I need to feel like supported by you. And, and then he got, he's really good at listening. I mean, I'm blessed to have him because he just like changed like that. And he's like, he comes to all my shows. He's really like, he, he's interested. He like wants to like take videos of me when I'm doing like stupid bullshit <laughs> that would be popular on Instagram or whatever. Um, I think it's really important to have your significant other support your work. And I would, I, I think you need to say, hey, it's important to me because this is how I spend my time and I need to like check in with you and talk to you. We can keep it to like five minutes if you want, but like that's an important thing. And you can't, you can't just forget about a huge part of your life. If you work in the entertainment industry, it's a big part of your life. You can't just forget about that. If she's not down to listen to you talk about that aspect of your life, then then yeah, maybe you should reconsider it. Hmm. Um, I am taken by a couple parts of this cue. Um, one of them is that you say that you think that she is checking out or not listening when you're mm. talking about work. Um, and I don't, again, I don't know if you've already talk to her pretty directly but I think just ask her like is it boring when I talk about this do you mm-hmm. not like it when I talk about this um not that that means that you should stop talking but you know just just hear her out hear out how it makes her feel if it does bother her in some way um it probably does not have to do with wow it's so boring and annoying to listen to your work it's probably about something else you also mentioned that um, you're kind of pooped when you get home and mm. you don't really have the energy to, you know, be boyfriend town. I think that's probably the main thing that yeah. she is annoyed by. Um, so I think, you know, open communication and try to figure out, you know, I'm definitely way too tired on these days one weekend day I'm going to be I don't know you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah yeah I'm gonna set I'm gonna set a time to be super present and super with you mm-hmm. sometimes my boyfriend slaps my phone out of my hand <laughs> because like we'll be talking and I'll just be looking at it too yeah. much and I always appreciate that mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like this has the potential to be kind of the same thing yeah. like if you talk about this 
so much if she feels like it's the only thing you talk about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then she you could use that as like oh this is something that i'm constantly constantly doing constantly talking about this maybe i should like reconsider how i spread my brain up mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also i think that like i was saying before i do think that there it's a big part of your life and i used to have i used to date a couple people who like didn't want to hear about the parts of my life that didn't like they didn't love like one person like didn't like that I was comedian and whoa I know (laughs) and so every time that I would talk to him about it he would just like like be like or like turn away be like oh this again like anytime I would talk about people he didn't know I would have to do (laughs) and I was just like oh but I mean there's a chance that this is the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you got to fi- figure out, is she being reasonable? And, like, how mm-hmm, long have you mm-hmm. been with her? Like, how well do you know her, basically? Like, is it reasonable or is is it just too much? Steve, did you hear the question? Um, so, boyfriend's not to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Too tired to talk about his day. Kind of. Um, I know that feeling. Do you want to add? <clears throat> no, she doesn't want him to talk about his day. Oh, she doesn't she, want to hear about the she day. She doesn't right. want to hear about the day. Like, what is he in stress? Yeah. What what is what does he do? He's in the in our that sounds industry, yeah. interesting to hear about. That's nice, Steve. <laughs> yeah, tell him. Tell him. Uh, or I mean, yeah, tell him. She should be more receptive to like listening to what he wants to say Mm -hmm. he says that she she it's like a ptsd because she connects him not having time to spend with her with him working which yeah i like that's why my boyfriend my ex-boyfriend would do would be like oh because he also was like but this is what you spend all your time doing i want you to like talk about my stuff when i when you're with me yeah sounds like um you care more about work than you care about me, is what she's doing. <laughs> she thinks he cares more about work than her. Yeah. That's just, He's not yeah. making time for her? Yeah. Well. And then when he does want to talk about stuff, she's like, blah. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that is what it sounds like. All right. So, I mean, it's a two-way street. He has to make more time, and then she has to also, <laughs> when he wants to talk. You gotta lend an ear. You gotta lend an ear. You, you have, have no other choice. To lend an ear. It's so important. I'm trying to figure out if we should do one, one more question. Yeah, you know what? I think we. Should I think do. let's do one more, and then and then we'll do another episode. Well, hear this. Hear me out. Hear this. I will. Let's have that be the last cue. But you've mentioned work and stupid Instagram. Do you want? To- Tell Steve about how you became a thought. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> great. Okay, so Steve. Um, Steve, wait. Why don't you introduce yourself on mic real quick? Hi, my name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Um, I'm Mary's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And we live together <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for the last couple months. Nice. Yeah, um, I'm a teacher, so the whole comedy world is... Pretty unknown to me, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm learning, you know, about all the people and. Is it annoying? 
<laughs> no, no. To me, it's like really interesting mm -hmm. to see how like the whole thing works. Yeah. And like all the different projects you're like always working on, and you're always collaborating with you know different people on different things. Mm -hmm. So. Mary yeah. is particularly prolific. Also, she makes a lot of stuff. Right. I've I've learned that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I see her doing a lot of the paintings here, and. Oh know, yeah. Just, she loves. She's a work little worker bunny. Writing something or on <laughs> audition. Yeah. So. Well, Steve, she's do you grinding. know? Grinding. She's just truly on the grind. Do you know about um, like Instagram Instagram thoughts? I don't think I do. That hoe over there. That's what thoughts. It's an acronym. T H O T. That hoe over there. Thought. Oh. So, basically, no, it's it's women who just post like very sexy pictures of themselves online, and then accrue like a high following, um, Instagram following, have a lot of followers from that, and. Uh, so I, and oh, and then hopefully if you get a high enough following, um, brands will reach out to you and be like, hey, can you, I'll pay you $100 to post a picture like this, uh, to post a picture in, with my clothing right. on or to do a little review of my skincare line or whatever. Um, so, the, and then at that point they're called Instagram influencers. Influencers are like solo marketing people who are to just have, Instagram accounts that everyone likes. So for work, I um, I made a video of me trying to become an Instagram influencer. And I was, I so I did a makeover. Steve, you have something to say? No. <laughs> I did a makeover. Um, I uh, it's put like on... It's a documentary. Like, it's not like a dumb video that I would make. Oh, it's right. It's not fake. The story of her. It's true. Doing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I I did a makeover and I interviewed a bunch of influencers and I started dressing differently and I photoshopped a bunch of pictures of me and um and I posted them online and I and I also like ran in my underwear through Times Square <laughs> to try to make a viral video. Um, what else did I do? I. It, when I was running through Times Square, I had my Instagram handle printed on my butt. Um, I, uh, yeah, I did. I just spent a whole month making little videos of me, like, preparing DIY skincare <laughs> things. Like, and here's how you make a facial mask. One quarter teaspoon honey, one quarter teaspoon witch hazel, and, and then, you know, mm -hmm. little videos, like, how to <laughs> on how to make stuff but also wearing like black lipstick and like a pound of makeup and like with my tits out. Um, and so now you're famous. And so now, yeah, so the, so I actually didn't make, I didn't, the goal of the video was to make more followers than I have on my regular person account. Um, and I didn't make it by the end of the video, but then right after the video came out, I like blew up and now I have like, I went from having like a thousand followers on that account to 12,000. So you're an influencer. Uh, yeah, except for people won't people won't um, pay me to make videos of their things, but I am making money selling pictures of my feet to men who DM me. Ah. <laughs> men just have foot fetishes and yeah. pictures of your feet. Mm -hmm. And and wow. those guys are really polite because a lot. I mean, I've gotten hundreds of DMs um, asking for pictures of my naked body, and then I'll be like, "Pay me," and they'll be like, "Fuck you, you stupid slut." But um. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It happens like every single day. But I'm compiling all my crazy DMs into a zine, 
which I think I'm going to give it like another few weeks and then I'm going to go to print. So it'll probably be out in like two months. Damn. Anonymously, of course. No. You're not going to. I will show. Oh, you are going to show their names. Yeah. Not the guys who are nice. Not right. the, not the, right, right, the nice people. Heads. The mean people, I, wow. I will show their shit. What's Absolutely. your zine going to be called? I have like DMs or something. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're stirring up some trouble with this one. Oh, yeah? <laughs> wow. Do you think any of these people are going to see like that you yeah. printed their names? Yeah. Well, it's it's in it's going to be in print. It's not going to be online. So like these people okay. all live in like, you know, like oh, Pakistan they, or like Kansas. Like they don't live near it. me. But maybe, maybe they will. I feel like people, like, if you message a woman, fuck you, whore, I hope you die, I think you deserve, you deserve to have someone look at your your name. (laughs) Yeah. But the nice people, yeah, I'm not going to show their names. Most of them. Well, Sally, any final thoughts? That final thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, well. We cover what boomers are pretty good. <laughs> I hope that the person who asks that slips on a banana peel. Um, and I hope that the I hope that the the person whose girlfriend isn't really into their work figures out whether or not she's being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and whether or not he's being crazy or they yeah. they's being crazy. It's hard to tell sometimes if you or others are being crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. it is. Well, hasta la see This has been 50% angel, 50% devil.